This is Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands, and this is a show where you decide the course of my fate on a weekly basis. The show comes out every Thursday. That's when you go to my Instagram stories after you listen, cast your vote. I get the results on Friday, and I take immediate action. And believe me, your vote matters. At this juncture, you've turned me into a double-pierced jiu-jitsu student who's a tour guide for the hit drama This Is Us doing dips off her coffee table, and who is now a professional tarot reader. Speaking of which, go to my website, lizziecooperman.com, for a reading. Let me help you navigate the winds of September. The readings have been truly amazing. So yes, please schedule a time for a face-to-face tarot reading on your all-time favorite website, Zoom. Now, let's peer into the past. Last week, you had a choice between Mystic Trip and Christmas ship. Mystic trip meant that on Sunday, I would venture out to see the party queen psychics. This was going to be a 45-minute drive to Huntington Beach. I'd get a tarot reading and then possibly infiltrate the group, become a party queen psychic myself. Join them as they meet at this little elfin restaurant that reminds me of a miniature rainforest cafe, which by the way, I looked up, is not vegetarian. Did you know that? Rainforest Cafe. (laughs) They serve like quesadillas, um, the ones that grow along the Congo River. How could I have been so naive? Okay, the other option was Christmas ship. And this meant that this year on Christmas, I would set sail. I would make sure I was on a cruise instead of sitting at home, lonely, eating string cheese, watching Ozark with the laptop three inches away from my face, and you voted Christmas ship. Now, I'm no fool. I know I need a plan of attack to get on this cruise. So I'm really coming at this from multiple angles, and I have made the executive decision. If all else fails, I am willing to sneak into a passenger's duffel bag. So on Friday, as promised, I took immediate action I got in touch with a comedy booker for Norwegian cruises. I have not heard back yet. However, the ocean is vast and, you know, it's full of hopeful cruise comics. So let's let that rest for a minute. Let's give it a minute. Also, I went on the Norwegian cruise website and after a lovely talk with a chat bot, I said, yes, I'd love to speak with a live agent, and the next day, as if in a dream, I got a call from Michael at Norwegian Cruises. At first, I was asking about dates and prices. I'm sure I was deeply overwhelming. Um, I'm like, I had him list everything on the buffet in order of sodium level, but I did ask him, do people actually win cruises? And he said, it's pretty rare, and he said, it's usually people... Um, who are big gamblers who get invited. He was like, you could start gambling and then maybe they would ask you to come on the cruise. I'm like, the level to which I would have to gamble. And wow, I'm suddenly seeing how all the episodes of this podcast could culminate on the cruise. Like I'm dressed as a tarot dealer 
in a green visor from the JC Photo Grow the Show episode. I'm doing tarot in a blackjack outfit. Someone comes up, wants a reading. It's Gim. It's Guy I Met. I need to take a break. I run down to the buffet. I get a free pazuki. Then I have to go back upstairs for my closer, which is a task rabbit starting me on fire. There is a lot of energy around this cruise. Oh, this is also crazy. So a sorcerer, Hannah, tagged me in an Instagram story, I guess on The Bachelorette, in the Men Tell All episode, which is the episode where they're all like, why did you abandon me during the topless pie-eating contest? They really tell all. Um, at the very end of the episode, Jesse Palmer, the host, um, turns to the crowd and he goes, and now he's like, everyone here is going to win a free cruise. And so she tagged me, she tagged Jesse, and guess what? Jesse saw it. Maybe they'll just make me take a quiz on The Bachelorette. They'll be like, identify these sounds. It's like a helicopter and and someone in a bathroom sobbing, I can't do this anymore. Oh, and just to circle back to Michael from Norwegian Cruises, we ended up chatting. We befriended one another. He looked up the podcast. Michael, if you're listening, the sorcerers welcome you to the show. He said he was going to try to connect me to guest services to try to make this happen. So, Michael, your your power could launch a thousand ships. Now send me the follow-up email. He's supposed to email me. Okay, I would now like to humbly guide you into the present. Today's episode is called Spots Slots. Spots refers to comedy spots, meaning, you know, I have an 8 p.m. spot at the improv. It just refers to the booked time you're performing. I've talked about it on this show before. I love performing in my neighborhood. (laughs) I'm going to say within a 10-mile radius is ideal for me. However, I've been thinking I should branch out in terms of the venues where I typically perform. I really like performing at clubs. Sometimes I do the Hollywood Improv, but there are some clubs a little further out of the way that I don't really perform at unless it's like a produced show or an event. And I thought, why not? Why not open myself up to some of the more mainstream places, perhaps with more tourists, you know, places where people go after perhaps purchasing a magnet on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, And then they say, oh, let's see what this place is. And I was talking to my friend, Roz Hernandez. You might remember her. She's hilarious from the Bear Walk Zero Talk episode. And I said, what if I tried to get past at the Laugh Factory to get more spots? And she said, she's been wanting to audition. I did a little research. I'm like, I put on a lab coat. I Googled the Laugh Factory and there are auditions every Tuesday. People line up. This actually kind of stirred a memory for me. People line up outside the Laugh Factory. It can be a little harrowing. It kind of feels like, you know, people are camped out for concert tickets. There are sometimes lawn chairs involved and That's how you get past. They claim everyone has to do it, but are they making Jeremy Piven stand out there? I I kind of doubt it, but who knows? Maybe they do. And I bet he'd have a great lawn chair. Okay, so you're supposed to get there super early. I talked about this with my guests 
We discovered the line starts at 4.30 p.m., broad daylight, and then I called the club, and a very warm-voiced man I spoke to said, you should get here around 2.40. Okay, I record this show Tuesdays at 2 p.m., a little inside sorcery, so I think 4 p.m. is probably the earliest I could get there. They let the first 10 people in, and then they draw 10 additional names from a bucket. Also worth mentioning, I auditioned here a million years ago when I first moved to LA for the owner. His name is Jamie Masada. And he said, come back in two weeks. And I never came back in two weeks. I'm like, no, it's 20 years later. And I'm going to descend. I want to descend from the ceiling of the Laugh Factory, um, Angels in America style, and do my set, see what happens. So that's one option. The other option is slots. This is a continuation of the Christmas ship. I was at a show a couple weeks ago, and actually, one of my experts from the Birthday Freegan episode is a guest on this week's episode, and she told me backstage about an app called My Vegas, where you can just let this app play random casino games, like even in the background of your apartment or home or palace. <laughs> I'm like, even in the background of your shack? Oh, life. And you just hit auto spin and it just racks up points. And she said she's won, you know, hotel rooms, tickets to shows. So I downloaded the app. I went online and I saw you can actually win a cruise if you get enough points from playing this game. And I was thinking that might be the way into the cruise, you know, because as one who is rife with 1099s, my situation is pretty unpredictable, and I, I'm going to need some help getting on this boat. Upon further investigation, I learned it would probably be more likely I would just get a discount, like 30% off, which would still help take a giant chunk out, and then I could pay the rest with that job you voted for me to get where I'm the tour guide for the TV show This Is Us. By the way, I have no idea when the actual tour is starting. Um, the last I heard, I was supposed to be connected with the other tour guide, but it, it hasn't happened yet. So for the slots option, I was thinking that every morning when I do my morning pages, which is that I write three pages stream of consciousness every morning, I'm going to put my phone in a corner of the room, hit auto spin, and just let it spin the hell out rack up as many points as I can every morning and see if I have enough to get me on that boat. Or like I said, maybe I get a discount. Or even if I don't get the discount, think about this. I still go on the cruise and then I have some other kind of reward on this app, perhaps an evening on a lazy river. I say this with the awareness that I've had a lot of consumerism and materialism the past few episodes and I promise you, I will get back to the romance. We will return to the spiritual. We will get back to me riding my bike dressed as a witch. But in this moment, I guess both of these options are a gamble. One, a gamble of my ego. And the other, a gamble of time. Is there enough time to get that cruise through the My Vegas app or at least get the discount? Of course, I had to speak to some experts. First, I really wanted to talk to someone about their actual audition at the Laugh Factory, and I remembered that my friend Avi Lieberman, one of my first friends in LA, has been a regular there for quite some time, and I was fortunate enough to chat with him about it. This is Avi. 
And that was the first place I ever went on stage. How about that? What? Yep. Obvious. Three minutes of stand-up I ever did. I remember the first joke I ever told. And I remember this being so excited that, like, this guy that I had seen on, you know, Comic Strip Live, it's like, he talks to you after looking back, you sort of laugh. It's, you know, it's kind of silly and fun. But um, this, I remember I sit down, and he looks at me, because uh, this, it had gone well. I got lucky. It was packed that night, and it was uh, there was really good energy. But I remember, like, being surprised at how bright it is right. when you're up there. But this, and I told my joke, this, and uh, it went well. Like, I did a few minutes, and I get off stage, and, um, and then, you know, you go upstairs, and you wait, and you talk to Jamie. And he goes, how long have you been doing? And, and I said, that was my first time. He goes, bullshit. So I felt good that he didn't believe me. Uh-huh. Um, there were sign-ups. And sign-ups were like at like 1 o'clock or 2 to whatever time it was. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to show up like two hours early to show everyone how dedicated I am. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the process. <gasps> and I show up, and I wasn't even close to getting a spot. There have been people waiting there for hours in like lawn chairs. What? And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The people would wait for like six, seven hours. It was like a thing. This is like 94, I think we're talking about. Wow. And, and they would take the first 20 people in line. So this, I remember going there, and I wasn't even close to getting a spot, but I, I remember thinking to myself, that, you know what, I'm going to go back at 6 o'clock or whatever time the sign-ups were just to see the process. And, uh, and as I walk up, there are these two comics arguing. I was her first, and I was, well, a comic had, had wasn't feeling well and dropped out. And they're like, well, I was surprised. And I walked up and I go, uh, well, I was actually here before both of them. And this guy, Cosmo, still has a soft spot of mine. And I don't know what happened to him. I haven't seen him in years. But he was actually funny. So he says, listen, we, you guys can sit here and argue about it all day long. Or I can just pick a number between 1 and 10. I'll whisper it to the guy next to me. And that's it. So I just went with the odds. I picked five. And she guessed either four or six and guessed wrong. But then, then all of a sudden, like, I'm going up on stage for the first time in my life in a club that I used to watch on TV. <gasps> and I often wonder, like, this, had I not guessed right or had this, you know, would I have come back? Because it seemed like such a pain in the neck, that, you know. And that sort of set the course of my life in motion, that person, because uh, it, it went well. What if it hadn't gone well? Would I have come back? I mean, what if Jamie hadn't been encouraging that night? Would I have done it again? It, it, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. That's one of those, you know, weird moments in your life where just, I still remember it like, like, like it was yesterday. Does he still sit, you know, upstairs like the Phantom of the Opera? Um, that I'm not sure about. It, yeah, I mean, and then it became strange. You know, then that became sort of like a regular delight. I mean, I don't go up there that much anymore because, you know, I'm out of town a lot. Can you give me a quick bit of advice for anyone who, who wants to audition at the Laugh Factory? Yeah, uh, it's, I would just like, um, you know, do what Jamie says and it's, it's, it's swallow your pride. Okay. You're going to have nights where they're going to be seven people at, you know, it might be some ballers. And, and it's, the game has changed. I would say if you know friends or other friends of yours that are putting on shows, mm-hmm. ask them to get on them. Okay. Um, you know? I love it. Avi, thank you so much. Next, I wanted to talk to someone who knew the ins and outs of the My Vegas app. I searched high and low, and finally, I found someone else I've known for a very long time. This is My Vegas app connoisseur, Eric Tran. In your opinion, how can I make the most of, of this app? 
let's see, there's quite a, they, that whole ecosystem, that the whole My Vegas thing, they have like <laughs> so many apps. Like I just, during my peak addiction, I would just actually like do all the apps so I can like accumulate points almost like really fast. I love that you call it an ecosystem. That's so um, funny. <laughs> You played on more than one app, and what did you end up winning? I've gotten a few weekend stays at some of the hotels, mostly like Man- the Mo- like Mandalay Bay and uh, what else is it? Mirage. Really? Yeah, I've I've had like full weekends where all I had to do was pay like dark fees, and that's it. So it's like thirty five bucks for a weekend. Okay. How many hours would you say you'd put in for a weekend at the Mirage? Oh. <laughs> oh Are you having not, flashbacks? Not only flashbacks, but like the uh, volume of shame that just hit me on the realization Wait. that I'm, how much time I put into the apps. <laughs> I have to say the music on the app makes me feel kind of sick. It almost It's almost like the auditory version of seeing double. Yeah. And the sad part is, because it's heavily advertised on the strip, they play that music everywhere. In Las Vegas? Yes. They ha- I've, I've walked down the street and all of a sudden I'm like, does someone have their app on? And no, it's loudspeakers <gasps> blasting that background noise. You're kidding me. Oh, my God. No. I wonder if there's like a type of medication to subdue the effects. Um, <laughs> you take my Lanta for my Vegas. Oh, jeez. Now, I think earplugs, maybe? <laughs> Noise-canceling headphones, that's it. Oh, my gosh, Eric. Now, when you've actually reaped the reward, is it? do you ever get to the room and you're like, this looks more like Caesar's apartment than Caesar's palace? Uh, there's only been one, one experience where it has disappointed me, and that's the Luxor. Okay. It's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, ancient Egypt, but if Egypt, but it was, like, while Rome was trying to attack Egypt. <laughs> how did you get into it, by the way? I just stumbled upon it on Facebook, and that's how I got started. <gasps> wow. And was it the it gateway like, to any other apps? Like, am I treading in dangerous waters by, by getting involved with this? Well, that really depends on how addictive of a personality you have, I guess. Okay. But for me, it was just like, well, I, you know, it's like low stakes because I didn't invest any money in it. So I was just like, no, okay, I'm just going to play for a while. Oh, and you didn't buy started, and you didn't buy any of the extra coins. Uh, I initially no for like two years. I just like was playing it super casually, and then. Once I had enough for my first reward, it was like, oh, so this is a possibility. Let me ask you, when you say play, isn't it just that you're, and I don't mean to demean the process at all, you're just hitting the button, right? The auto spin button? Less. Okay. Yeah, play is, yeah, play is generous, I guess. But at the same time, it's just like, it's all that you have to do. It's, it's, there, it's you know, it's, it's like being in Vegas where you where all you do is sit in front of a machine and passively watch things happen to you right. or for you. I just check in once every so often. Mm. I don't play with any regularity now. Okay. Right now in the, oh, geez, 
in the new in the years that I have spent playing this. Oh, God, you're making me remember the fact that I've been playing this for years. <laughs> there are worse ways to spend your time, I think. At least you're getting prizes. Right. I I think I have a little over two million <gasps> rewards points. Oh my god. Okay. God, I'm wondering if I'll ever if I, because I feel like a million points would get you a cruise. I'm sure it would. I would have to look it up. But like I said, I think the last time I actively looked at it is probably the rewards was like maybe a month or two ago. Okay. Yeah. And do you have any advice for people listening? What, you know, who are curious about this app? Would you say go for it? Would you say stay away? From, I mean, for me, it's like I have nothing better. If you have nothing better to do, like mm-hmm. I do, I th- <laughs> which sounds right. horrible now, but I think it's like you just have to go in with no expectations. I didn't, I thought, oh, this is just dumb, silly fun. And, right. You know, like don't buy anything. Think of it as like a gift shop, you know, you just like, or yeah. museum gift shop where you want to buy everything, but you just don't. Which my Vegas game has given you the biggest rewards. I, fl- I always flock to Asian-looking games just because it's, like, they're they're always kind of, like, more visually appealing. But right. also it's just, like, oh, ancient ancestors of mine, come on, just let me <laughs> hit the algorithm right or something. Eric, you've been such an amazing expert. Thank you so much for talking to me. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it was great talking to you as well. Wow, Eric Tran, a true joy. And now, my phenomenal guests. Uh, I have incredible comedians today. I can barely believe it. They co-starred on Adult Swim's streaming show, The Perfect Women. I have Megan Keister, comedian, actress, journalist, (laughs) in a stunning episode of Corporate, and also the co-host of Grift Horse. And she was my expert last week um, in the Birthday Freegan episode. Allison Stevenson has been featured on Grantland, Playboy, and Dan Savage's Lovecast and the Viceland series Flophouse. <sighs> I forgot about those. <laughs> I forgot about those. Oh my gosh, she has yeah. so many accolades. You seriously do. From 2015. <laughs> oh my God. SAG-AFTRA, eligible. Do you know my mailman? always comments on my mail and he'll be like, writer's guild, <laughs> as he puts it in my mailbox. And it's it's driving me crazy. And the other day I was at my car and he comes out with a piece of mail and he goes, Lizzie Cooperman, right? And I go, yeah. and he goes, I didn't know you were SAG. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, this is the first time we've ever spoken. <laughs> I didn't know you were SAG. And then he told me, he was like, I live in Victorville, but I used to come in to do like a bunch of extra work and stuff. There we go. Wait, I live in Victorville currently or he used and to I deliver in. mail in Los Angeles, California. Is that the situation? He said he used to live in Victorville oh, okay. and now yeah. And it's now he lives here. I think so too. I've heard being a mailman is like actually legit. You know what? It's gorgeous outside. You're just walking through the neighborhood. Free exercise. Yes. It's actually they're paying you to exercise. <laughs> yeah. Is what it is actually. <laughs> Why not? So we have the decision of a lifetime to make today. I can't even believe it. This came to me in a flash last night. Spots or slots? Do I try to get past at the 
Laugh Factory. I wasn't even aware that there was a system in which you need to get past there. Tuesdays, you you stand outside in a line, and everyone has to do it. Supposedly, mm-hmm. okay. The I mean, are, are you telling important. me Dane Cook waited in that line? No, Probably. he's too busy fucking children. <laughs> oh, excuse me, grooming. Where, where do you think he met children. those children? That's a great. Oh well, I was going to say they were in a line. <laughs> they were waiting for lunch at high school. Signups for the drawing started around seven p.m. Okay, so Roz Hernandez was like, "I want to do this. I'll go with you." Okay, she wants to get past. <laughs> yeah. So we were yeah, going to go together. Yeah. Wait in the line outside the laugh factory. A confession: I auditioned there. When I first moved to L.A., oh, okay, okay, I did a set. Jamie Masada called me upstairs into this, like, dark hallway, and I sat down across from him at a booth, and he was like, I think you have something very special. Wow. <laughs> wow. shocking to me. Now, this is Lizzie version 1.0. There were hardly any female comedians when I started. I mean, right. I started in, like, a wasteland of men. Yeah. In Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Oh, And yeah. so it was, like, me, this woman, Elaine Thompson, and this rest in peace, like, 80-year-old woman named Carol. <laughs> and... <laughs> it's the dream team right there. It's a total dream team. <laughs> but we would perform. I mean, I started... At the Mall of America. I worked in the Mall of America oh, downstairs where? at a store called Arden B. That played a lot of familiar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Wait, yeah, what yeah. is that? It was kind of like, is it BB or Bebe? It was kind of like one of those oh, stores. Yeah. Christmas was huge. They loved to have like a pink sweater with like little balls, like pom-poms on oh, it. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had, <laughs> and we had to wear heels. Wow. For eight hours, which I later found out was not a rule. It was just our manager being like, and I would love if you could wear heels. Yeah, I don't know legally that you can wear right. <laughs> <laughs> Make someone do that. It, like, damaged my feet. Yeah. It yeah. damaged my feet. I still have a bone at the bottom of my foot that I'm like, it never sits right. And I think it's from Arden B. Oh, my God. So I would Maybe work down there, and then I would go upstairs and host at Knuckleheads Comedy Club in the Mall wow. of America. Damn, that rips. They'd bring you up to Jock Jams. Y'all ready yeah. for this? It was exciting. And they would bring people in, you know, like, I, I don't even know, Bobcat. Like- and they'd bring in some good acts because it was booked by Rich Miller. And then also Andy Ritchie, hilarious comedian who passed away a few years ago. Did you know Andy? I don't think so. He won, like, Funniest Person in Austin, and he was hilarious. So anyway, so, so I kind of started in that. I mean, I started at the Mall of America, so a factory doesn't feel like right. so far away. However, has a homey feel. I do feel that this would be an exercise in humiliation. Yeah, or hum- why don't you likely flip the script? Exercise in humility, which is Ooh. a virtue, huh? You know what I'm saying? Huh. Listen, listen, Could be a miss. Mitzvah. I did JFL. Listen, Miss Fucking, I get booked regularly. <laughs> Listen, Miss Fucking, we're in a fucking office space in Burbank right now with right. two fucking engineers. That's true. Listen, Miss, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe a little humility might be your friend. Wow. Maybe getting kicked down the stairs by Jamie Masada <laughs> might help you out. Just saying, I devil's advocate. I come back 70 years after my original audition. Do you see something special in me still, Jamie? <laughs> I just come in like shrouded in a cloak, like just totally haggard. <laughs> Remember me emerging from the darkness in the upstairs part of the restaurant. Oh, my God. I wonder if he's still there. I, I don't even know who this is. 
So Jamie That's how Rosetta. old I am. <laughs> you're a baby. We don't know. Why what? did I just say you're a baby? I've never said that to anyone. You are not a baby. I'm a, you're a, I'm a woman. You're a what? Grown, <laughs> talented, hilarious woman. I'm in my 30s. Yeah. You're an adult. You're a full-blown adult. So. <laughs> but Jamie yeah, Rosada, here's what's great about him, is that every year he opens the Laugh Factory up. Like on Thanksgiving and Christmas, and he feeds the homeless. Like he has, okay. mm-hmm. and he takes people in. He also for Jews who can't afford to go to high holidays services, which is insane that we have to pay to what to Did go to know? synagogue. Yes, most synagogues, almost all of them, you have to buy a ticket to go to like Yom Kippur. Oh, and Rosh Hashanah, not and stuff in like that. the valley. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> is that true. I mean, when I was a kid, we just walk over to Chabad and Tarzana. They let us in. No was way. Like, like a ticketed you would have event. Loved, on one episode, I went to a full-on Jewish mixer. I went to an Orthodox oh, no. Jewish that mixer for the show. In Orthodox? Venice. You must have been like a huge slut <laughs> in their eyes. Do you know what? I actually was like, I, I actually was the most modestly dressed person there. The women were just like, tits hiked up no. to their chin. I'm not kidding. I think that people went there with the intention of meeting somebody. So there was like music and booze and people like, people were really letting it literally all hang out. <laughs> Damn. It was pretty wild. Okay. And I met a guy who was who lived in Redondo Beach. And nice. so the next episode was like, should I go out with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild. I know. That's he was like, flip. Was he cute? He goes, I'll drive to Eagle Rock. Wow. That's. I know. That's hard to find. I think he listened to the podcast. And I think it didn't. It didn't pan out. (laughs) (laughs) From listening. I know. That's the thing about podcasts. It's like you want to talk about what's going on. And especially with this, which is they're making choices for my life every week. And sometimes I'm like, I know. Even talking about the Laugh Factory now, if I were to say something, Mm. would it. And somehow you can just say it was chances. Megan. Yeah, you can just yeah, you throw me under the bus. Bro. I'll just say it was <laughs> Megan. Throw me under. Oops. No, you know what I mean. I w- would you I ever want to like, go? She'll get past no matter what. <laughs> so she doesn't have to worry because the entertainment industry is a meritocracy. <laughs> I'm very talented at comedy. Everybody loves me. Absolutely. Have you ever considered auditioning for? I mean. You perform at the improv sometimes, right? I haven't performed at the improv in fucking years. Yeah. But you don't audition to perform at the improv. There's no – you don't get passed. No. I just – the only place I knew in town that where you had to get passed was the store. You telling me you're going to try and do the Laugh Factor. I didn't know you had to get fucking passed. If we did that. this on Tuesday, would you want to come with us? Next Tuesday? Yeah, this coming Tuesday. I want to watch. I would come. I'm definitely not going to fucking perform, I'll tell really? you Really? I'll, I'll try to get past. Imagine that. Maybe that's what I need. I'm sick of this fucking, these alt comedy shows where they don't laugh at my good jokes and just laugh Imagine. at their dumb friends because they wear funny costumes or whatever the fuck. We came up together in New York. Yeah. We We've been doing this together. one year and have four million TikTok followers. That's incredible. I think also the Laugh Factory is allowed to like film your set and use clips and stuff like that. Ooh, love that. Yeah. So you could be okay. on the verge of that kind of, of a clip. I want to yeah. sign a contract that says they own my material in perpetuity. Oh, okay. And Wait, I want to do something about my rape. You're not guaranteed to go up, right? I don't really know how it works. However, wouldn't it be nice to know that if you did go up, you would definitely be paid for it? Really? Yeah. They'll pay you at the Laugh Factory. I think it's like $50. Really? Yeah. That's more than the others. What if we were just like (laughs) hashtag team Laugh Factory? Do they still have – Oh, you guys. Do they still have that therapist there? 
where you can get free therapy. What? Do you know what I'm talking about? I kind of remember that. Tell me. I only saw it. You remember that show about Brody that was like on HBO? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, he was going and seeing the therapist at the Laugh Factory. There was like, the Laugh Factory employed a therapist, like uh, upstairs where comedians could get therapy. At wow. The it was oh just God. like it's on just, retainer, just yeah. there. Yeah. It's just Jamie Masada in a wig. He's like, now I'm the therapist. <laughs> Little smoking pipe, Freud style. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So you should look into that. Too. I but here's the thing. I do feel like if a bunch of people turn a place around, true. Because okay, comedy store. I'll do the belly room for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Megan, that is a challenge to everyone listening. <laughs> GoFundMe starts now. Okay. See, I've enjoyed performing there. At the belly room? At the comedy store. Oh, okay. But I haven't performed in any of the big rooms in a long time. Well, Mitzi yeah. Shore opened the belly room as a ghetto for women. That's the only reason why it exists. Really? Women were allowed to perform in the belly room. They weren't allowed to perform in the main room. Under her rule? Or yes. was that yeah. just everywhere? Yeah. Oh. Under her rule. Yeah, I mean, in her, her club. And a front, my, my friend Meryl. Well, was it her fault that women there. aren't as funny, Megan? Okay, touche. Oh, my God. Is uh, this supposed to be like a woman's <laughs> belly, like in a crop top or something? <laughs> Or just like gestational. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, women are the readers kind of thing. Yeah. The womb. But my friend who used to do stand up there in the like seventies when it first opened said, Yeah, like if you're a woman, you could only perform in the belly room, you couldn't perform in the main room. And the belly room was just basically a holding area in between shows that were going on in the main room. So oftentimes you would be performing and then the entire audience would leave because the real show downstairs was starting. Damn. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I know the toilets are black. I know right. it has fucking malevolent, malevolent energy. I know the toilets are black. The toilets are fucking black there, dude. Can That's I tell you cool. something? That's twisted. That is insane. <laughs> when I was a housekeeper for a very popular 80s star, I had to sign an NDA. What? Um, I was his housekeeper. Oh, shit. Yeah. With, Isn't he, like, was super this before religious? or after JFL? <laughs> After. <laughs> he saw you at JFL and was like, percent <laughs> after. That was my general. Uh, like, give him up in a sponge. <laughs> but black toilet, it's like so deceptive. It's impossible to clean a black toilet. That's what makes it cool. Right? <laughs> it's ungovernable. It That's just what always makes it cool. It looks clean no matter what. An ungovernable right? toilet. I mean, does it look clean no matter what? That's a good, or does it like collect There's, scum? I think stains it collects, don't show. It collects scum. <laughs> I think so. But it would have to be like brightly colored, very. Would you rather have a black I toilet? I would love to have a black toilet. That is wild. <laughs> So down. I, this chick's twisted, dude. Of course she wants a black you, toilet, man. I, f- I feel like you're going to get one. She wants to make a I man eat that. out of her black toilet. <laughs> I can't believe I br- didn't bring my tarot cards. We should have pulled a card for this. Okay, so that's one option is going to the Laugh Factory auditioning on Tuesday. I so it would be me and Roz, possibly you guys. I'll come. Kind of seems like we're already on board. Yeah. I mean. I thought you guys were going to be vehemently against this. Honestly, uh, you know. A gig I was, is a gig. I was last night when I read the premise. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> things have changed, you know. Megan, please audition. They can't pass they can't four pass people in a night. 
they're not going to go with this crazy night. <laughs> you guys will never remember the legendary, <laughs> legendary night. This legendary four night. women were passed. <laughs> yeah, we can't pass all four at once. Well, it kind of oh seems like, and we've been talking about this, like, I want to start doing open mics again. I want to go to the fucking valley. Mm-hmm. I want to do open mics because that's where the, you know, the freaks come out at yeah. night over there. The real ones. That's yeah. the best part of doing comedy is seeing the rank amateurs suck shit do racist, misogynistic stuff. And seeing... (laughs) This is going to be, like, basically that, just in West Hollywood. Can I ask your advice? Should I bring my keyboard? Or would that be absolutely insane? Because you get two minutes. You get two two minutes? (laughs) What am I going to do? What? Not even three? (laughs) I think it's two minutes is what Roz said. Hmm. Um, What are you going to do in two minutes? I have no clue. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> Hello, my red time gal. Wait, Laugh Factory Editions, two minutes. That is insane. What are you going to... Dude, what's going to be your tight We look forward to I watching... I don't have a tight oh, two. You got to figure it out. What are you going to talk about? Fuck. Fucking... I'll do my ass bit. Yeah, no ass. Here's what it says on the thing. You are only allowed to perform open mic once every four weeks at the Laugh Factory. Once every four weeks? How do they track it? If your two to three minute open mic performance goes well... Oh my God, you will move on to showcase. <gasps> Showcasers perform for six minutes. Whoa. And oh. are not restri- and are not restricted to G-rated material, Allison. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa. We have to do G-rated material? Two minutes wait. of G-rated oh. material? At the fuck what? How the fuck am I supposed to? What am I gonna talk about? My fictional four-year-old son? <laughs> Please. I guess I could. Megan, please do that. Okay. We should all for write two some minutes. We should just write material for this mic. Ooh, that's actually, I've always wanted to do that too, is like play into their hand, be like, give them what they want and see. And then once you get those six minutes. And then once you get the six minutes, I'm going to be <laughs> like. Shit up. Fucking. Oh my God. <laughs> what Israel do, is doing to Palestine. <laughs> fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. We showcasers, can't be complicit. Showcasers can move on to become a Laugh Factory regular. Sadly, we do not accept hard copy submissions. Oh, I was imagining a script for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, like if I brought my VHS tape of me doing the King of Comedy in my basement. The other option is, so the last episode, and I can't believe I set myself up for this, was called Mystic Trip or Christmas Ship. And it was either, should I go drive to Huntington Beach to meet these women named the Party Queen Psychics. Whoa. And try to infiltrate their group and become a tarot <laughs> reader with them. Uh-huh. <laughs> or because I hate Christmas in Los Angeles, I spend it alone every year Googling, is Starbucks open? <laughs> <laughs> it's so depressing for yeah, me. I was like, yeah. what if I do something crazy? Like, what if I try to be on a cruise at Christmas time? Mm-hmm. So that option, Christmas that ship, nice. which my guess— Mav Viola and Leah Pipes were my guests, and they were like, we'll go with you. We'll go on the cruise with you. My situation is such that I don't have cruise money lying around, which of course occurred to me after the fact. This whole show, I've just been like, I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah. And, I, and I, I almost feel like saying that's going to happen, then I have to find a way to make it yeah, happen. Yeah, you know, you find a way. Manifest. First of all, I emailed someone at Levity because they book the cruises. Oh, my God. 
Because I was like, what if I could just perform that on the ship? That would be sick. Yeah, that would be dope. Guess yeah. what? I haven't heard back yet. <laughs> Damn. Well, you haven't passed but the Laugh Factory yet. That's so true. <laughs> but yeah, maybe I talk you gotta do to both is what it seems like. There are some comedians who just perform on cruise ships and go on these crazy vacations to like the Bahamas and Mexico. And it's fun. Like Jen Murphy was like, yeah, I wake up every morning. I go sit like on the upper deck, look out at the ocean and just write and have coffee. And then at night I perform – she did get COVID on a ship. She did yeah. get locked in a bunker with COVID. But when we went on that cruise, we saw didn't we see a comedian? Did we? We went on. We saw a magician. You don't, you don't have to be a damn, you know, uh, oil baron to go on a cruise. We went on the cheapest cruise you could possibly. Wait, you go guys on. went on one. Yeah, yeah, which is why we went on it. I think it was like it's like two hundred bucks. It was like two hundred dollars a person. Where? Yeah. We went to Ensenada. Was it Ensenada? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you went a few years ago? I had, yeah. I had escar go there for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So you were, like, living the high it life. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't oh bad. Man. I mean, it's purgatorial, but, you know, what's not? And how did you decide to do this? Megan was going to, like, write about it Yeah, I something? wrote about it for, like, a discount website. Okay. I wrote about going on the cheapest cruise you could buy. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so that is an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you're you're really opening still, my mind. Yeah. So the so the second option slots is to use the My Vegas app, which I know Megan has used oh, to yeah. redeem mm-hmm. hotel rooms. I've opened it this morning. I didn't know they had a cruise option. There is a cruise option, but tell me, do you Uh-oh. already know this? No, it requires a million loyalty rewards. I believe <laughs> a it, million. I think it does. Okay. I could open it right now. Like, yeah, will you find out while we do this? What's uh, the one that I have? I have pop slots. I it re- yeah, it requires a mega fuck ton. But, I mean, and that here's the thing. You don't have a lot of time. If you're trying to do this by Christmas, what if I, I just, would say it's literally impossible. Oh, my God. What if I get a burner phone and just leave it running? <laughs> I would say you know, it's literally impossible for you to acquire. But you got to have you? all those coins, too. Like, you'll run out of coins. Don't yeah, it was tell like, me that I'll run out of coins. <laughs> She's sabotaging. <laughs> Negative edge. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm trying to manifest this, I'm just talking this, from, from personal <laughs> I experience. I think it's a milli. I could be oh wrong, though. I mean, I don't know if you want to pause oh. while I... Uh, here's the thing. Yes, These fucking please. apps, too. You got to, like, close a million pop-ups. Let me ask you. Are we going to get in you... trouble for using the tune from there? No like, idea. my Vegas is going to listen to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. <laughs> Hunt me down. If anything, they would like the promo. Yeah. Oh it's my like God. a free so ad like, for them. Right. Look, so we're I talk all to, opening it up on our phones. So I called. Oh, my God. That's fucking talking. Everyone listening, open my Vegas. Please tell them oh. to sponsor the show. See, Throw that's what you need. Vegas. You need them to sponsor you going on this cruise. So I called Norwegian Cruise Lines, and this guy was like, yeah, I said, what are the chances of winning a cruise? And he goes, it really doesn't happen unless you're a gambler. And if you're a big mm-hmm. gambler, sometimes people will be like, will you go on this cruise and gamble? They want you to gamble on, like, the boat casino so they'll mm. they'll give you a free cruise. He goes, and I said, well, I said, I'm writing about it. I always say on the show I'm a journalist. Smart. But then I ended up talking to him more. I'm like, okay, it's actually for a podcast. I had this episode. <laughs> he looked it up. I ended up talking. He looked it he up. Just he was hangs so up. nice. <laughs> His name was Michael, and he was like, I want to help you in any way I can. Oh. And he was like, I'm going to connect you with guest services and, like, try to make this happen. He goes, because this would be good for Norwegian, too. Why yeah. make content if you can't milk it? Right. Yeah, I just looked it up. It'll take you, like, a milli, man. And a lot really? of them leave from, like, Orlando. Sometimes they leave from L.A. Okay, but. say they voted my Vegas. So and and I didn't get the cruise. So slots means— If people vote for my Vegas, I mean, basically— you know, you know what you could do? You could just do 
Christmas in Vegas. I need to be on a boat. Mm -hmm. I need to at least be on water on Christmas. Hmm. I feel like that's doable. Okay. On water? I just meet some guys in Vegas, go out on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Vegas, get on one of those fucking gondolas. That's a good idea. Oh, cool. Okay. So what did you win with My Vegas, and how long did it take you? Uh, I would say you could, well, depending on where you want to stay, that's how many points, like loyalty rewards points you need. Okay. And it, you really don't need a lot if you don't mind staying somewhere rinky-dink, like uh, the Excalibur, the Luxor. Okay. I would suggest the Luxor, honestly, because it's only 17,000 rewards points. You can get that in a couple of weeks. And they got, every room's got a really big bathtub. Oof. If you're a big bath head. I, I mean, am a bath could, head. That does sound yeah. nice. Yeah. After a long oh day God. walking around. Do they allow bath bombs socks. in the building? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a bomb. She's yeah. got a bomb. <laughs> you could, you know what I mean? Right. That's okay. my, but then, you know, if you want to splurge, 100,000 points to stay at the Bellagio. Oh my I'm God. I'm 200,000. 36,000 right now. So you've been doing it too. And I've never redeemed even one reward. Okay, what is available to you at 236,000? You could get rooms. You could also... Sure, uh, yeah. She's yes. like a showcase at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you get, get two headline. to three minutes. <laughs> I get to headline at the Laugh Factory. You actually, you can buy tickets to things. Uh, like like yeah. if you wanted to see the uh, Thunder from Down Under, Oof. which is uh, Australian men stripping. Oh, right. At the Excalibur, you can get half off tickets to that. If you vote my Vegas and I don't get the cruise, I'm just going to play my Vegas until Christmas every morning for an hour. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good, yeah. You know there's different apps, right? You know there's there's a. Do the points transfer from yeah. the Blackjack app to yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. why I have. See, I have. Oh, my God. I want to be sitting in. I have five apps a- on, my sh- on my phone <laughs> right now. I open every single one. I look at Megan's phone. She has my Vegas, my Konami, pop slots, <laughs> MGM slots, and bingo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And I can do Blackjack, too, if I want. I just don't think they reward me enough. Can I tell you something? They might have a trademark issue with one of the songs on the the Slots app. It's very much a ripoff of West Side Story. If you go to the Pinata game, it's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
three hundred thousand right now. So this person on Reddit wow. who said they want to cruise, they must have spent their entire life just listening to. Well, it's also. Oh my I mean, god! If you if you spend money in the app, you can yeah. spend money. You could buy coins. Or That's whatever. what I was thinking. And then somebody they must have spent hundreds of dollars. Yeah, exactly. The people yeah. that that rack up a lot of points are the people that actually pay money on the apps. But I would never do that. I feel like this is gateway years. to responding to spam emails. Like suddenly I'm just going crazy. There are coins flying everywhere. I'll send you a check for $3 million to buy a kiln. That happened to my friend. Oh, my God. My friend. In the very beginning when we didn't know about scams, my friend like mailed someone a check. They were like, I want to buy your kiln, but can you send me a check first? We'll, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. So, so you guys are leaning toward Laugh Factory at this point. Towards spots, not slots. I think, unless you're changing the slots rules. How about this? How about I say I do the My Vegas app so I can get a discount on a cruise? That's achievable. Cut back on some of the price. Shoot for the moon. Land among the czars. Isn't there a czar-themed hotel? (laughs) (laughs) What's the Russian-themed hotel? I have absolutely no idea. I know. Yeah, there probably isn't one. <laughs> no, I don't think there is. <laughs> Although there's somewhere I don't know what the hell they are. So maybe right. Like, what's Aria? Ooh, mm. right. I think that's new money themed. So this means us actually going into Hollywood. The thing is, then I go, is it worth it for the fifty dollars? Because think about it. Do you guys live on the east side? Duh. That's yeah. the law. What are you yeah. About? Right. It's the. I told myself I don't go west of Vine for under fifty dollars. <laughs> I now ask. My my bio, I wanted to put volunteer comedian who won't go west of (laughs) five. If we're going to do this, we we got to carpool. Because also parking is a bear over there, as you know. That's true. true. With my keyboard, your daughter, your (laughs) four-year-old daughter. My son. Sorry. Allison's sex toys that she's going to bring for a G-rated oh, yeah. set. <laughs> Allison. I'll, uh, I'll put then, condoms on them or something. Right, <laughs> How do you make a sex Wait. toy more G-rated? Oh, my God. I'll, <laughs> I'll put little googly eyes on them like they're, to- like they're puppets. Here's something insane. What if the four of us did a, a quartet act? <laughs> Oh, four minutes. Or sorry, excuse me. Two a minutes sketch? and four women. A sketch. Us, us, we could be a sketch Dude, group? We could be the first all-female sketch group that got back at <laughs> the Laugh Factory. Boom. Broke that barrier. Oh, my Featuring God. the first woman to ever do the smile, sweetie joke. <laughs> the smile, sweetie Featuring joke. the first woman to ever eat a 12-inch Veggie Delight flatbread sub from Subway on stage. I broke that barrier. That was about... <laughs> I would say maybe eight years ago. Oh, my God. I love that. I went to Jersey Mike's on my birthday because I did the birthday freaking thing. <laughs> yep. I got the Grand Slam. I got a sub in a tub at Jersey Mike's, and then I went and got the Pazuki. Mm, yeah. And I still have another Pazuki waiting for me because you get one on your birthday, and then you get one. Um, Just from BJ's? Up. Just from signing up, yeah, at BJ's, BJ's Brew House. Damn, that sounds good. Wait, what's the sub in the tub? Oh, a wait, sub we, in a tub. we've been yeah. over this. Yeah, they do salad, allow a really. substitution. They do allow you to substitute. If you want it more as a salad. It's a bathtub at the... (laughs) What hotel is that? Luxor. It's a bathtub at the Luxor. Full of, like, loose turkey. Full of loose turkey. (laughs) And black olives. Exactly. (laughs) And you get it Mike's way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Scary. 
no. Okay, you guys. So what day is Tuesday? Oh, oh shit. it's the 6th. Okay, I'm going to have to move something. Oh, I have therapy that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys. Okay, oh, this plan is falling, falling apart. apart. <laughs> We've got to go slots. Well, I mean, for me, therapy's during the day, so. Okay, right. okay. I have something at 7 p.m., but you know what? I- I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to figure it out. When do you have to get in line? God damn it. Oh, no. Open mic starts at 5 p.m. on Tuesdays. Yes. Doors open at 4.30. I can do it. Doors open at 4.30. Doors at 4.30. God. They're like, wear sunscreen. Doing comedy when it's still light out is the most awful thing in the world. (laughs) Can I say something great, though? I was once on the marquee at the Laugh Factory because I did Kevin Nealon and Friends. You were on the marquee, but you still got a fucking audition? Yeah. I'm not passed. I'm not passed. It was fun, actually. And if we have any questions, we can always call 323-848-2800 or email. Mm. Are you writing that down? Do you have any questions? Okay, you guys. So what are you thinking? Final thoughts. I mean... What would you rather do? What would you personally rather do, Alice? If I were you? If you were as you... (laughs) Ask I'm like, wow, I just got really Allison confused Stevenson. as to who I was. Honestly, <laughs> Female like, comedian, Allison Stevenson. You know, I understand that the premise of the podcast is that it's you can't do both, but I would do both. 4K no list does. Because mm. it's, they don't seem to contradict one another <laughs> anyway. Right. Right. This is, this is a problem at the root of the show. Definitely, because I've had things where I'm like, I can't believe they didn't vote for that. Can I still do it? <laughs> well, what if one leads to the other? The only right. way oh. one's going to lead to the other is if you get passed at the factory. Let's say you get <gasps> passed at the factory. You make some money moves. You make some contacts. There you we do go. some networking. There we go. Somebody books uh, Jillian Michaels cruise. <laughs> Jillian <laughs> Michaels. Howard did a Jillian Michaels cruise. <laughs> have you ever done a Jillian Michaels workout? You know what I have. It's very intense. She's like, come on. Like, it's, she puts her whole soul into Sounds it. Sounds like the last thing I yeah. want to do <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Howard did a Jillian Michaels cruise once, and he ended up doing two hours because no one lit him. <laughs> that, that is deranged. Wait, is there that really, is there's really psychotic. a Jillian Michaels cruise? There was. I don't believe oh my this God. still exists. Wait, he did two See, hours? I was going to yeah. say, I feel like if you're going to perform on a cruise, you got to find one of these niche ones. <laughs> Jillian Michaels wellness cruise. This bitch is still doing cruises. What? I don't understand what this is. Mm. I feel like we've given them a lot on both sides. Okay. So, There's a lot so to think about here. If yeah. you do go slots, we we might be able to get a discount on the cruise and possibly, if not, we'll fall among not the stars. <laughs> Why do I need it to rhyme? Nothing <laughs> needs to rhyme with stars. <laughs> we'll fall among the, the scars. We'll land uh, among the scars. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes. It's, I mean, Las Vegas Boulevard, what is that if not a Boulevard of Broken Dreams? Wow. If you think oh about it. Oh, my God. Same with okay. Sunset. Whoa. So either way, mm-hmm. dreams are getting broken. Yeah. We're getting tickets on our cars for sure. If we, if we, <laughs> if we get past the Laugh Factory. Cars are getting broken into. Yes. Right. Megan, do you have anything coming up that you'd like to share? Coming up? I mean, I do a podcast every week with my friend Howard who wants to do two hours straight on a Jillian Michaels food. It's called Grift Horse. <laughs> Please listen to Griff Taurus. Yeah. I have, and I'm a fan. Allison? Um, I, uh, well, me and Megan host a weekly comedy show That's every true. Monday. Every Monday. Little Joy in Echo Park. I have yes. a comedy show at Genghis Cohen on the third Wednesday of every month called Fetch. Go so. see both of them perform. Yeah. They're absolutely hilarious. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for recording this directly across the street from Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
I might, I might dip my toe in there. Right I might after. have to swing by. I'm not following you if I. I go. actually was there before coming here. You were. That's, yeah. That's what did you get? Up, I got dude. shampoo. Yep. I need shampoo. Yep. I didn't get any food because I was like, it's going to be in the right. car. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'll get my Moz sticks at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm saving my I'm hunger saving for my <laughs> hunger for Tuesday. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again to my phenomenal guests, Megan Keister and Allison Stevenson. And now let's rest our gaze on the future. First, I'll draw a card for spots. <laughs> wow. Okay. Laugh Factory, and we drew the Tower card. It's the most dramatic card in a deck. It's two figures leaping from a burning building. Possibly Megan and her four-year-old daughter. Looks to me like we ran the light. We went past the two to three minutes, and there were consequences. Or maybe we just set the place on fire. Wow. Okay. And now let's draw a card for slots. Ooh, that is really interesting. Four of Pentacles. It's a man sitting on a chair guarding his coins. <laughs> These are literal coins. They look like they're straight out of the My Vegas game. I almost can't believe this. And behind him, the Vegas skyline. Um, no, but there is a city skyline. And what I'm taking from this is that maybe I can have fun with the slots and not hold on so tightly and try to control the result and make sure this happens. Four of Pentacles. I'm taking this as advice to let go. Okay, before I go, once again, get a tarot reading. I would love nothing more than to see you and set you off on the September of your dreams. LizzieCooperman.com And now I ask you, spots or slots, the choice is truly in your hands. A podcast network.